0: Experimentation, Ruben here, your host of hosts. You guys know that every single week, I bring you guys the Real Estate Experiment Show. In addition to being your host for that show, I am also a short-term rental host. That's right, the Airbnb space. And in order to have a successful Airbnb business and operation, doesn't matter if you have one property, two properties, three properties, 12 properties, or 50 properties, the backbone of your business requires you to have a property management software system. Now, what is that? A property software management system allows you to see all your listings all at once. It allows you to know when people are checking in and out. It allows you to have visibility on the front end so that you can give a great experience for your customers checking in and out of your properties on the front end. And for the back end, it means being able to have cleaners there on time, turning over every property on time, and then as well as being able to focus on the details or not focus on the details at all, because the PMS does it for you. That's right. Such as being able to send codes for every check-in. You don't have to do that because a PMS software like Guesty for hosts allows you to synchronize and integrate your smart long system with a PMS software. This is why you need a PMS software like Guesty for hosts, because it allows you to not only be able to operate your business, but it allows you to work on it and not in it because. The software does 90% of the work from you, from automated templates to generating income reports to even building a website builder as an option to looking at your statistics, even giving auto reviews to your guests as they check in and out. This is a system, not any system. You need Guesty for hosts. That's what we use to get to super host status on Airbnb. That's what we use to integrate multiple other channels, multiple listings, to operate our business without having any kinks in the system. And most importantly, for your guests, because your job as a host is to take care of your guests the exact same way I take care of my guests that come on the show here in the exact same way. I have a duty to take care of you, the audience. So if you're looking to be into the short term rental space or you're currently are and you do not have a PMS software, make sure you check out Guesty for hosts. It's what we use. I always share with you guys what I'm using as a true practitioner in the space. And it is the backbone of our short term rental business that have allowed us to scale and continue to add more properties and continue to be the super host that we are. As we continue to serve the guests that come in and out of our properties, make sure you click the link below in the show notes. If you're listening to this, be in the show notes, it could be on the screen as well so that you can let Guesty know that I sent you use our unique link at host.guesty.com and you will see the detailed link for you in the show notes or in the bio or video description so that you can let Guesty know who sent you. Who's this? Oh, you're an entrepreneur? Oh, you're a real estate investor? Oh, you're trying to learn from those who did it? Welcome into the lab then. Put your white coat on, gloves on, notepad, and let's go, y'all. Real Estate Experiment, what is happening, y'all? Today, I have a very, very special guest, um, and that guest is the Airbnb queen. Can (laughs) can I cut you that? Oh, she's like, she's (laughs) stepping back and saying, no, 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 that's not me, no, but I have such a pleasure of having Alexis Ruffin here out of Flint, Michigan, Um, and I'm really excited, Alexis, to have you in the lab here, as we call it, because we're here, and we've never had... Uh, an investor on the show who actually specializes in Airbnb. Wow. Um, so you're actually uh, our first guest. And I know that people are going to be itching to, to hear the questions that we ask to get the responses because it's a very niched real estate. Mm-hmm. But before that, let's take a step back. First of all, welcome to the lab. Welcome to the lab. Um, and we want to go back. Okay, who is the Lexus Ruffin? Because I'm always a big fan of, you know, I believe that your reflection of – Uh, Your business is a reflection of who you are. Um, I I truly believe that. And so I always like to kind of understand the trajectory. So who was Alexis Ruffin before and who is Alexis Ruffin today?
1: (laughs) Alexis Ruffin before. Okay. Um, Take
0: take me back. Take me all the way back.
1: Take you back. Okay. I am, um, as you mentioned before, from Flint, Michigan. I am uh, born and raised here. I attended Michigan State University. Let's go. <laughs> <Fire in. laughs> um, so, I, I, uh, I, I have a degree in supply chain management there. I also am a collegiate athlete. I ran track for Michigan State. So, I did that after graduation and I went into the corporate world. So, I have worked for Nestle Foods out of California. <clears throat> after that, I um, worked for Accenture Consulting, so I did consulting um, at the Defense Logistics Agency in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, most recently, I worked for Kelly Services at their headquarters in, outside of Detroit. I was a buyer there. Um, and after you know the recession, I started my uh, real estate journey. So I have been doing real estate for 12 years now. Um, I am what I would consider to be a rehabber. So I purchase um, the ugly house on the block and I make it beautiful again. Nice. At that point, I, I rent it out. So right now, I have started my venture with Airbnbs and I've been doing that for a year or so now. And I'm excited about that and I'm expanding that portion of the business.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm so glad you said that, Alexis, because I wanna I wanna make sure that we hear first of all, you're in, in the lab and the lab stands for True Practitioners who experiment different things throughout their journey. That's what it is. And so that's it. what the real estate experiment is. Uh, we've experimented a lot of different things. Yes. So you are a true practitioner because uh, what I like to hear is obviously, um, you know, you you came in first of all, love my my student athletes because it says a lot and that's who I was as well so I can connect with you Um, but you went through the corporate world and then you started investing right in rehabbing and then you niched into Airbnb and I think that's important because uh, you have you'll be able to kind of help us understand from a different lens so so let's transition you're a year into this thing. you've been doing real estate for uh, over over a decade now now. right yep Mm -hmm. so tell us why Airbnb? When you were doing rehabbing, is that all you were doing, or were also doing buy and holds? Nope, just rehabs,
1: buying. I uh, rehab to buy
0: and hold. Yeah. So- oh, okay. So you're doing. Okay, cool. So let's <clears throat> talk about. So you're you're rehabbing and then you're 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 not flipping. You're actually right. rehabbing. You're doing like a burst strategy per se. Yes. Mm-hmm. Buy rent. Okay, cool. So yep. let's talk about that. How did we always talk about the grass is always greener. There's a lot of different opportunities in real estate. It's a huge umbrella. You can do so much. Right. What got your attention with Airbnb?
1: Honestly, the growing popularity, of course, but I wanted a new challenge. I'm not even going to lie. I just, I wanted a new challenge. And with that popularity, I thought to myself, that might be something that I can do. So I did a lot of research about what, Type of people visit Flint, and I I noticed that um, Flint, Michigan has the highest amount of colleges and universities here in the state. So, just with that knowledge alone, I knew that I had something. (laughs) So, I started with one. I've been doing it for about a year. I um, have been staying pretty full, pretty consistently. So, I have not had any um, downfalls with that. And now, I am looking to expand.
0: Okay, so let me let me take a step back because. 'Cause I heard something key here. So I heard college and I heard Airbnbs, but I'm actually not necessarily sure that I understand how they go to de- go together. If you okay. had told me maybe hospital, like I know we talked about this offline before, maybe mm-hmm. people are staying for long term long term healthcare or uh, mm-hmm. healthcare professionals I understand, but how did you take the correlation of college and Airbnb and put it together?
1: Um I knew there was a, a need for professors. I knew there oh. was a need for- <laughs> parents coming and i knew there was a growing expanding uh the university was growing so say for instance i didn't have um a, a need at a particular right so no one needed a particular uh, airbnb because there's pretty much not anything happening well i always knew there was going to be a college student that's going to need somewhere to stay here in michigan or here in flint we have a uh, a college here that does three months and th- three months on, three months off. So they take one semester of school and they do an internship for a semester. And then the new student comes, or another student comes back, does another semester in school and does another semester of internships. So there's a constant turn of people. Um, there's also. Every semester, you never know. There might be an influx of new students that just came from a community college or um, may have graduated in the the middle of the year and now there's another, you know, the rotation. So I knew there would be a rotation of people (laughs) coming in and out the city for different reasons, particularly for education. But of course, there's going to be your local hospitals, professors, new businesses downtown. But my primary focus for when I started was the education industry that's growing here locally. So,
0: okay, so this is interesting because, and this is why I love having people like you on the show because it opens up my mind. Just like I'm sure if you're listening to this, it's opening up my mind because originally I'm saying, okay, I hear colleges, traditional models. Yeah, okay, well, just lease, right? Just, I mean, just your traditional lease. There, I think there's, there's more knowledge to be discovered and, and, and dug up here. Why is it important for? You or maybe i 'll ask very directly, why not just do a month to month model is it you, Is it the same thing, Alexis, or is there an advantage that we 're not maybe even considering as to why you may want to do Airbnb in those areas versus doing a traditional lease the
1: month to month model I have used in the rental industry okay is this is different, so this is more um Longer stay uh, business travel so there's, it's a different clientele
0: can you define longer when you say longer f- to a listener uh, that could be subjective um, what do, what, that's a
1: good what question because even though it's short term it's not yeah. really short <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean
0: you're in a long short term rental right. business
1: <laughs> the mid range <laughs> yeah. so
0: tell us what is that mid range like what is that number so those
1: are for individuals that may be staying a month Maybe staying two weeks. Um, maybe okay. staying uh, for two months. I've had somebody stay for two months, a month and a half, for two weeks.
0: It's okay. Crazy. So I'm here. I'm hearing flexibility. Is that the word that you're going for? You're trying to cater people who are looking for flexibility. So therefore, your Airbnb actually looks more promising to them because there's mm-hmm. like. It sounds like you're covering this this gap in the marketplace this great yes, absolutely this gray area right am i correct yep. did i get you yep. i got her mm-hmm. business model y'all right I got it. Right. right cool so i got you i dissected you in the lot okay this is very interesting so you started this and i guess was there plan b like worst case scenario i had already rented this place so i'll just go back to month to month how did that experiment phase transition
1: well um obviously the exit strategy is you can always rent it you can always sell it
0: that's a good problem to have. Those are great options, by the way.
1: Those are absolutely great money making options. <laughs> With this one, <laughs> that basically, and I want to go back to your question about whether they're not doing a month to month, especially for student housing. Yeah. It's a different experience. There's student sure. housing here, and you basically have a bed, <laughs> a dresser, a desk. What I offer you is more of a comfort of home. So you come in, it's, it's that great area of a hotel in a dorm life, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of mushed together. Um, So there's a little bit more to it. I started out with the idea that it could possibly be student housing. It could possibly be long-term housing for a nurse or professor or anything like that. I started out that route. I have not had one student. Every person I've had have all been business travelers. After, noticing, I, that, I after need to, noticing that, I felt like that was the obvious route to take and that I should continue to focus on that need because that need is funneling my, my business and to continue to to search for, for more people who needed that service.
0: Okay. So first of all, to all Experiment Nation out there, the reason why I love it, we're, we're not just experimenting blindly here uh what what you had alexis is you had an idea which we all do it all takes us there but then I as you're into the lab and into, into the experiment you take the data and you start adjusting in with respect to the marketplace right yes. so that's yes. so so interesting so you went into it thinking okay college airbnbs makes sense and now all of a mm-hmm. sudden you get all these professionals and now you start doubling down now was that uh the first initial experience because i think what's important too sometimes we have some success with what we think is going to work and then it transitions into something completely different so for you was your first booking i don't know if you recall was it a professional or was it a student i think you said you never had a student i think
1: right never had a student my first booking was actually a traveler that came for one of the local festivals okay so i also experimented with the length of time That guest came for um, the marathon race that we have locally. So with that uh, reservation, she stayed three days. So from that three day, I did some analysis on more of the short term ones and noticed that the turnaround and um, you having to to do more, more touches, I would say, as far as going in and making sure things were the way they were supposed to be, having your cleaners come in and, and all that stuff it wasn't it was better for me to have a two-week stay a month-long stay a three-week stay than to cater to that small niche of people that are coming for weekend festivals well whoever's coming in to coordinate those weekend festivals they can stay with me you know because they're going to be staying longer term so those are the type of people that I wanted to come in the relationships I was trying to build so that when they came back they will think of me first um, as a place to stay versus just the weekenders or um I'm just coming to stay at night and check on my daughter and go back home. I want more of a stable stable type of of guest, so I experimented with those days as well so
0: this is interesting. I want to ask you a question on that comment because you came in with experience in real estate already and then you kind of started opening up this niche. so we all know that who is in your (laughs) property is just as important as you know knowing who not to have in your property so with this new model i'm hearing a lot of good gems and i want to make sure they don't slip through the cracks um with with this new model were you going to be picky at first or were you going to just kind of just see what's stuck on the wall do you recall that like, and and maybe I right to- should be very clear. So so let me be very clear, maybe uh, to be a little clearer for the audience as well who's listening, is um, what I'm trying to ask Alexis here as I'm listening to this is, did she just want to have the first person go in and kind of like learn what she also didn't like from the experience? Or were you at first like, you know what? Uh, I'll just take who comes in and and I'll build from it or I will say no to this specific individual. Which one was it? Were you lenient in the beginning? Were you picky at first or were you kind of just, no, I know exactly. I
1: want to say I was picky and lenient at the same time because you're so eager to try out your model and see if it's going to work. Yeah, You're still a little bit apprehensive because you've done all this work to try to make it nice. Yeah. So even though I was like so excited, like, okay, I have my first guess. I was extremely nervous. I was constantly driving past the property, like, okay.
0: Make sure you know, it didn't blow up. I'm or not really looking nice through thing.
1: the windows, but I just want to make sure everything's okay. <laughs> you know, no one has the door wide open, letting all the AC out of the door, you know. But, right. you know, ends up working out perfectly. You just have to let go of the wheel and, you know, see if you can really fly, so to speak. I, you know, I don't know, yeah. just the handlebars, I guess I'm trying to say, let go of the handlebars to see if you can really fly. But um, it was very nerve-wracking in the beginning. Now I'm used to it. Now I'm more comfortable because I have my niche and I know who, what type of person I'm going after. I'm very less, uh, less, you know, reserved and nervous about who's staying there. So let's talk about
0: that for a second, because that's exactly the, the perfect segue of what I wanted to ask you, Alexis. is just, you know, how much does it matter uh, for a guest? of the reason why they're staying to you is that Mm -hmm. i guess is that like the the first date i was like wait hold on why you want to come here again like how much does that matter
1: it matters immensely i am trying to cater to a certain type of client so like i said if you're just coming to go to the animus festival or if you're coming to basically party i'm not the party house um, so I try to kindly say this is not uh the property that you might be interested in. You might want to look for something else. I apologize. I try to find the kindest way of saying um this property caters to um executive business uh travel individuals who are here for work needs so, and mind you, there are some times I've had guests that like I said come to to Check on their children at the local college, yep. um, or visit family at the hospital, um, which is fine. I'm just trying to stay clear of those who have intentions on partying or um, playing loud music. I don't want to get those calls from neighbors or parking in someone else's parking. Like I want the <laughs> the less stress as possible. Just enjoy the property. Stay as long. You need to if you have to extend that's fine if there's something you didn't think of that I can provide i'm more than happy to to assist with that um but the partiers i'm not bringing beer to the doorstep like i'm not doing that
0: come on alexis not even some cold beer
1: <laughs> have to get that on your own sorry
0: <laughs> so how how, how um I'm curious, these filters, is that something that you can kind of do on your landing page as well? I know you're, all again, we say Airbnb, but really you're in the in the business of a lot of different front end, whether it, it could be, I'm, I'm sure there's a VRBO out there, booking.com or mm-hmm. Airbnb, whatever that case might be. But obviously people know Airbnb, so we'll say Airbnb. Um, are there, this is from a host perspective, are there filters or or descriptions that you can, out there that you will help cater to you know f- your funnel and your, your typical mm-hmm. audience or is there any mm-hmm. insights on that does that help we'll be right back
1: yes and no mm. i try to use wording in the title and description within the listing that says this is my target market but obviously people have a certain idea of what that's going to look like for that target market. So they're like, oh, they, you know, cater to executives. I know that's going to be nice. Let's see if she'll let me stay, you know, just to go visit my college buddy over the weekend. You know, so even though you have um, something listed there that says, you know, we would like you to be the president of our local bank. Come stay here. You know what I'm saying? You still have people who are like, oh, that's going to be a great place to stay. I know it's clean. I know it has everything that I'll ever need let's see if they'll let me stay, you know, for two days, just so I can go, you know, around the corner and hang out. No, can't stay at this particular one, but I'm sure there'll be one you can find. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And, and just so I'm curious, uh, I, again, you've been in the game for, for a long time now. Is it more lenient? I don't know what whether it's Airbnb or any other third party out there. Um, how often can you stay no? Because I know there's been maybe some concerns about people saying no for their own reasons uh, maybe they're not related to what you're talking about so you know how, how do you also protect the community or or and I'm curious as to how much power is in your hands to say no
1: are you asking if i have a guest that i'm not comfortable with them staying there how do you
0: Yeah think- as it as in i know you said you're very nice about it but do you have full range of um a flexibility of saying no just based on how you feel on on that individual or is there some metrics in place that also protect a buyer from, I think the biggest thing that was out there was like discrimination purposes, et cetera. Uh, Okay. How I'm just curious on a, on a a business to customer kind of relationship, how much power do these platforms give you?
1: Um, That's a very good question with Airbnb. You have no idea who the individual is. You can only go from what they type. So you just have to use the correct um, questions to figure out what their intent is for being or or suggesting or wanting to stay at your place. Mm -hmm. So I try to use inquisitive questions just to get down to what people's true intent is. And then from that point, just advising them that this property might not be the best for what it is you're trying to do. I had a guest that wanted to have a girl's night. Okay, this property is not what i (laughs) is not best for you i i just kindly let her know that i'm keeping this property open for individuals who have um a business need for travel or you know maybe they have a a loved one in the hospital it's not the party house
0: yeah
1: so um and i believe she understood i mean as you said earlier you're learning to say no So I found the kindest way in this business of saying no, but in in the future, if you want to come in town and, you know, you have an interview or, you know, you want to come to the local Chamber of Commerce events or something like that, then by all means. But for your girls night, I'm sorry, this is not the best place no
0: and, and and that's good to hear and I'm glad you explained it that way Alexis because I think uh, it, it's really good to know that you do a you do have control in your business that's one thing that I'm always a huge believer on uh, but at the same time you also don't want to be on the hook. For you know, being you know, discriminatory of any kind, right? right. So, so, and mm-hmm. I think that's relieving for anybody who's listening out there who had that question who may be thinking, well, you know, how do I do my business? Do I want to do it without you know, kind of crossing the lines? And it sounds like mm-hmm. there's some good metrics in place for you, like not knowing mm-hmm. how, the, how the person looks like, but by right. going by straight copywriting. Um, is good that's awesome Um, so I want to transition into the bones of the business because you talk a lot about the bones the cash flow so let's talk about the cash flow Um, how do you uh, come up with the right price per night
1: what I do because you have to pay attention to the cash flow yeah so I what I do is base my per night on obviously what others in the area are doing in the hotels but when you're focusing on the cash flow (laughs) you want to make sure that say for instance you like with this property I could always use it as a rental okay so if it were a rental how much would it rent for per night that should be your base if it was a vacant rental but it's not it's furnished it has Wi-Fi, like it has all the perks, you know. So you go with what's comparable to that, which would be a hotel. So I go to the local hotel's website. How much are you charging per night? Go to the next town. There's not too many um, house sharing or Airbnbs, whatever you want to call it, here locally, right, at this present moment. So I'll go to a, a, a city over. Well, how much is yours per night? So you just try to gauge what it is and take that number and make sure it's above what it would be. If you were renting it, because of course we want to make money. I own my properties. They're all paid for. So I have the luxury of having everything be positive cash flow because I own the property. But I just wanted to do a gauge of, say, for instance, if I had an investor who I had to pay for this property, how would that look? You know, I want to try different scenarios um, just because going forward, I'll be using different scenarios to expand my uh, short-term housing portfolio. So if I decided to do maybe a fourplex, how would that look? So I wanted to always keep in mind while I'm searching for the next property, what those numbers are, if they fluctuate for certain reasons, does it go up during certain times of the year? Does it not? I try to keep that base rate or gauge because I don't want to go into anything where I'm not going to be profitable. Obviously things happen out of our control. We're in the, the shutdown phase right now, but um, I always want to keep in mind, okay, this is a business, it, it's, you know, it needs to be profitable. And what is that number? So that is how I do my per nights. It's just by um, comparing myself to others who offer the same or similar, uh, housing side two bedroom and that, of, of a hotel.
0: Got it. So I know we talked a little bit about this offline and it's, it's important, uh, you know you talk about knowing your numbers and part of knowing your numbers is the expenses which i think is going to relate back to where you actually choose to have your home so and your properties so let's talk about that a little bit uh, is it what kind of properties are you utilizing for your business and is it strategic for you to have those kind of properties in with your current business model
1: um, the kind of properties I like to uh purchase for short term housing are basically those with the least amount of um maintenance, I guess it is yeah, like, yeah. I have a town home and it's under obviously a, a condo association, so everything in the exterior is taken care of uh by the association so i have no snow removal no grass i you know if you want to plant a flower in the front yard or a reef on your door that's fine but other than that they manage everything my entire focus has been on the aesthetic side and my customer service which i think is great as i go forward and i purchase more properties i'm using that same model that i use there on other locations so now right now i'm working on another one that's in the general vicinity of the one I, I currently have and it's a duplex. So I tend to double on the same location and not have to, to worry about any exterior maintenance or any snow removal, anything like that. I I pretty much want to look for properties that give a similar feel to what I have already because I know what works. So why not continue to, to do what works?
0: And I I love that about what you're doing because, uh, while some people and some investors run away from HOA fees and, and condo uh, association fees, um, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, in your state, uh, you're, it sounds like you're using it as the leverage point where it's kind of like a property manager, like a partner that right. helps you just focus on the customer experience, not just you know fixing the lawn care and doing et cetera, et cetera, uh, all down the line, and, and you have a fixed expense. Um, let's talk about another expense that's big, though, Um, you mentioned it before about the cash flow. Like this might be more of a question for in your business and to someone who may be listening needs to factor that in. Um, How much of of your mortgage are you, are you factoring in Are these property owned outright, you know, how, you know, and, and the reason I'm asking this question is someone might say, Hey, well, you know, how do I factor in the numbers based on what I owe monthly, just like again, any other investor. Do you think that, that has, there's a difference in how you should assess based on if you own something outright versus if you mm-hmm. need to make a mortgage payment?
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely watch your numbers. flow is everything. We are not in the business of opening businesses to fail. So if you have a mortgage, definitely understand what your number will be if you have to pay, obviously, your note. You're going to have to pay, obviously, your Wi Fi. You're going to have to pay utilities. And if you did your housekeeping, And if you decide to offer um, any additional things like I offer, you know, chips, popcorn, you know, food, things like that, you're going to have to factor that in. And then you're going to have to make sure that you understand the profit on top of that. So always be aware. That's why I was saying before, when you're expanding or even starting, know your number because it might be better off if you just did. a a regular rental versus an Airbnb because of that price. And then when you're shopping, you can shop according to that price. So, you know, say for instance, you want to buy, I know a lot of people are doing the arbitrage where you just get a rental and then you try the Airbnb out. I thought about that, but I'm not really sure that will work for my business model because I need the number to be low. And I'm not sure what landlord will lower their rent amount because I want to open a business, they're going to, you know, say, no, I'd rather go with the guaranteed, however much money a month than to let you do it for this reason, because you want it so low. So that's why I like to look for properties that I can either use private money on or, you know, just cash out myself and do all my renovations and whatever and, and, and own it. Um, but if you're in a city where it will work for you to use a rental property and do that i, I know i know a couple of people who who do that and it works out perfect for them that's fine but in the instance that you have a mortgage i would have to say your rent well, could probably be a mortgage you just have to make sure that um whatever that expense is you're going to be profitable on top of that so always Go
0: back to the numbers
1: know your numbers yeah. know what you're okay. getting to absolutely
0: so speaking of numbers we got another one um in it's uh the elephant in the room it's the transitioning and i think you prefaced this earlier where you talked a little bit about why you choose to do the longer side of the short term mm-hmm. uh, but let's talk about the turnover when we're talking about management uh and and when i say management, i'm thinking more like cleaning house cleaning like, is 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 that um i guess tell me about that is that something that fact fit into the you know the turnover expenses when uh, a, a guest is going out out and, and how much of that is a is a big expense uh in your in your business
1: it's not an expense for me it's a number you can factor into um your guest charge so okay. that cleaning fees on. yeah mm-hmm. that expense is passed okay. on to whoever the guest is so i don't have to worry about that um i just want to make sure that i am providing my cleaning service with uh, a feasible amount. Like, I don't want to lower my cleaning fee to something that isn't realistic, and then I end up being the cleaner. Like, that's not what we're trying to do
0: here. Right, right. I
1: just want to make sure that I, I have included an amount for cleaning that my cleaners are going to be happy to receive
0: excellent excellent all right so let's get into the, the keeping it real segment here okay um what is the best advice you would give to an investor who uh wants to get into this airbnb and i know you mentioned there's some people renting or want to do arbitrage or some people where it needs to make sense as a rental first before they get into it and, and hmm. what what advice would you give to you know Maybe in addition to knowing your numbers, what what is it that final advice you would give to a new investor looking to get into Airbnb or one of those type of... Uh,
1: um, the program advice program. that I would give outside of making sure that you make money would probably be to make sure that you cater to your core client. If you are in a city where you know your core client might be the, the shorter stays where they just want to come in for weekends or they're coming in for a couple of days or whatever that is, make sure you cater your business because it is a business to your client. And maybe what you like to do is whoever pushes <laughs> and is available for your date and you're open, that, I mean that, that could be your business model as well. Um, but I would just make sure you have a focus. I wouldn't go in and just be all over the place. I, I would definitely say outside of knowing your numbers and making sure you're making money is to, um, definitely cater to your, your core client. That would be my advice.
0: Absolutely. So Sheffield executive housing, you, you guys are doing such a wonderful job. There's raving reviews online. Um, how do you Alexis do it? Like, is it the team? Is it the, how close the assets are? Is it like your calendar? Like what, how are you balancing being a real estate investor, um, your your business, Airbnb bookings, keeping clients happy? How do you manage all that for yourself?
1: Um, what I've done is for the rental business, I've outsourced and hired someone to manage that for me because I'm starting a new business venture. And so a lot of the Airbnb business that I am in right now takes a lot of my focus because I want to continue to have good reviews. I want to continue to stay occupied. Um, I want to continue to do all the right things and make the right decisions going forward. So that is taking um, a lot of my attention right now. Um, But I don't think there's a magic to it. <laughs> so what I'm doing necessarily, but I, I do try to think ahead and try to make sure that um, client satisfaction is key and not just having a box with a bed in the middle of it um, or, you know, a cracker on the counter and saying, feel free if, you know, you need a snack. I want to give them more of a home feel when they come into my property. Mm-hmm. So um, that is what, I, what I'm always trying to make sure I'm focusing on. Every time I walk in the door, well, what do they think about my wallpaper? Well, what do they think about, you know, the way this seat is sitting over here in the corner versus sitting at the table? I always try to think ahead. So I think that has a lot to do with the reviews. Um I'm always in, I've had someone who stayed there and wanted a blender. Well, voila, there's a blender on your step. Just go to your step and I was able to provide you a blender. So even though, you know, it's different from um, the rental business where you just get the best tenant and you just cross your fingers and you hope they stay as long as they can. I I am enjoying this other business where it's more customer based and um, the, the satisfaction of getting good reviews and Making sure everything
0: looks nice is exciting for me. That's very fulfilling. And it's so funny that, you know, when you answer the question, you say nothing in particular, but then your answer is so particular. It is all (laughs) the little things that do matter. So it's I think it's fascinating. It says a lot about why you're having uh, a lot of success, which is beautiful. Um, So... Uh, talk about you know, and last keeping it real segment uh, section here. I, the last question I have for you is, you know, what what is the end goal, and what is the maybe even your exit strategy? it Sounds like you know you're an entrepreneur at heart. You might have some other ventures. So what are you thinking? you trying to build a portfolio and, and sell it. Or are you thinking of just having all your properties uh, you know, bought outright? You know what what is the goal for Alexis? Just so we understand, when we stay at one of your homes, what we're contributing to.
1: I love that question my goal is to grow a brand around corporate travel and i won't even say in flint michigan i intend to purchase um properties outside of this city um into you know maybe other locations within the state and other states nearby is what my goal is so I am working with an outstanding social media company, Invested Talent, and they are assisting me on expanding um, my social media footprint. So the end goal for me is to have a brand name around um, Sheffield Executive Housing, um, exechouse.org. You can find me there. Um, And to absolutely see where this is going to go. I never would have known the success I would have had when I first started down this road, and I'm excited to see where it's going. So with that in mind, the the end could never be.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Or right, the, the the end is the beginning of a new journey, right? So that's right. Uh, that's fascinating. Right before I leave, I got to ask you these core rapid fire questions real quick. You okay. seem uh, like such a bubbly individual, very resourceful, very focused. So I got to ask you, you know, what is the best habit that you think serves you every day uh, personally, like as soon as you get out of bed?
1: The best habit? Yeah. The best habit for me would be, that's a good question. What is the best habit? It was probably going to be checking the status. I like to make sure everybody's okay. So in this business, what's best for me is to always have a constant pulse on what's going on within the business. So when I wake up in the morning after I do my morning routine, what's next? What's next on the agenda according to Sheffield Executive Housing? What's next on the agenda according to my rentals? What's next on the agenda for management? What's next on the agenda for
0: coach. Uh, so I, wanna- I got to cut you off. This is the project management coming right out of you right now. I can tell you the milestones, the timelines, you're just oh, engraved in it. You're just, <laughs> I love it. No, that's fantastic. That's, that's really impressive. It sounds like you're making it It's bigger than you. Uh, yes. when you get up in the, in the morning, so that's fantastic. Uh, do you have a favorite book?
1: Right now, I just ordered this new book, and it's sparking my attention. It's called Limitless.
0: Limitless? Who's it by?
1: I want to say the guy's last name uh, is quick, K-W-I-K. It's called Limitless.
0: Have to it's check basically
1: out? how to focus your learning, so one of the i want to do this year is try to learn as much as i can and retain it instead of just going over words so it's kind of it kind of talks about that so that's one of the the new books that has sparked my attention right now that i can't seem to, to put down. That. Really, yeah it's
0: really interesting that you one
1: in have... um the brendan Burchard book
0: yes uh i know exactly what you're talking about the yeah that Mr. book Booking. yeah amazing like the yellow book or something, right? Yeah,
1: high, high, high performance. performance. Yeah. High performance. <laughs> that yeah. book is really. We'll good have too.
0: it. We'll have it in the in the show notes for sure. Yes. Yes. We'll, yes that book we'll is. We'll really include good. that in there. Um, yes. that's that's awesome. Um, Class A or Class C type of properties.
1: I am a Class B. Okay. Yeah. So I. Do uh blue collar
0: right.
1: properties around schools mostly.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, when I do rentals, but for the short term business, I want to stay around downtown. Yeah. All food.
0: <laughs> yep. The good stuff. You you want to be around the good stuff, right? The and, good and stuff.
1: The yeah. good
0: stuff. Awesome. Not Just, the playgrounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But the malls. <laughs> that's awesome cash flow or equity oh
1: now that is a good cash flow
0: nice self-manage or outsource outsource nice if you had one superpower in your business what would it be
1: uh kindness
0: kindness because you want to be treated okay if you could describe a successful investor like Alexis. In one word, what would that word be? Driven.: mm, Gosh, so impressive.: <laughs> What question do you wish I would have asked you today that I didn't ask?
1: Oh, I think you covered everything. Um, yeah, I think you got it all. Some that I've even <laughs> next.
0: the the reason I ask that is it's always an opportunity for you to maybe share something that I didn't ask you about that may have meant a lot to you or to your audience or to your new audience who are going to follow what you do. Um, So the, the, you know, you always have the opportunity to do that here in the lab with that said, Alexis, where can the people, if they're not staying in one of your beautiful, one of many properties that you, that you're doing a wonderful job of orchestrating, or if they want to get in touch with you, if they want to follow you, where can people find out more about you, Alexis?
1: You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and okay. under Sheffield Executive Housing. Or I can also be found um, under exechouse.org. Exec is spelled E-X-E-C house.org.
0: And we'll be sure to have that in the show notes and any other links you'd like to share with the group. Um, this was fantastic. And I cannot wait to see your growth and you take over the nation with the beautiful uh, uh, momentum that you've picked up in, in uh, Flint, Michigan. So I'm, I'm so excited. And uh, I can't wait to see more of what you have. And I'm sure the rest of the folks will do as well. Just like that, we are out. If you're a real estate professional, A real estate agent, a real estate investor, a lender, a multifamily syndicator, a contractor, you name it, and you're looking to grow your online presence, but you have no idea how to get started or simply don't have the time, at Invested Talent, we help real estate professionals extend their current business to social media. Why is this important? Without this, you wouldn't be listening to this show and your own host, Ruben Kanya, and his team would not have done deals they've done today. As a matter of fact, social media has helped us keep this show together, which now exceeds a billion dollars worth of real estate from our guests collectively. That's right. Our reputation, opportunities, partnerships, and most importantly, real estate transactions were started directly from social media. If you're a real estate professional and you lack an existence on a media platform, invested talent can help. Simply go to InvestedTalent.com forward slash social media and make sure you click the get in touch button to get in touch with our team. Again, that's InvestedTalent.com forward slash social media and get in touch with our team. You focus on being the brand and we'll help you build it. Now, if you know anything about the lab, you know that we like to give practical advice. So if you feel that this podcast was of any value to you, please be sure to leave us a review on iTunes by going directly to the podcast app. From the show's page, scroll all the way down and leave us a review. If you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe by clicking the subscribe button and leave us a comment. Lastly, and most importantly, share this episode with a friend you feel will benefit this episode the most remember there's a you and i in build let's build y'all